Welcome to Fuel for Today, curated audio content from Pastor Bogdan Kipko. We are confident this will fuel your faith in the one who gives faith. If you have breath in your lungs, God has a plan for your life, a plan that is far better, bigger, and immensely more than anything you have ever imagined. Whenever I travel or fly, I have this habit that I do when I come home after a trip. I absolutely cannot go to sleep that night until all of my bags are completely unpacked. There's something unsettling in my spirit to see my bag or my suitcase not unpacked after I come back from a trip. So you can call me OCD or I might have some sort of a disorder, but this is just the way that I am. So every time I come back from a trip, I have to unpack my suitcase, take out all my clothes, figure out what needs to go into laundry, what needs to be put away in its place. I need to take out all my electronics, all my gadgets, put them on charge. And when my suitcase is safely tucked away, when my carry-on bag is completely empty, when everything has been put back into its rightful place, that is when I can breathe a deep sigh of relief and understand that all is well with the world. But I don't want to fool you. This is not how I have been my entire life. I remember moments when I was an incredibly frazzled, unorganized, undisciplined human being. I would be late for flights. I wouldn't have my stuff packed. And I might not even unpack my suitcase for three or four days after I came back from the trip. And the way that I am now took years and years and years of sustained discipline and intentional structure and organization so that now when I'm getting ready for a trip or coming back from it and the reason I have all my stuff and the reason I'm not late for my flights is because I structured these things and I disciplined myself. So it wasn't always like that. And maybe you have the same type of thing in your life where you're working on your character, you're working on some of the organizational aspects in your life. And I think this tells us a lot about our own human nature that we don't immediately become organized or we don't immediately become incredibly spiritually mature. All of that takes time. All of that takes a process. All of that takes a season, but we must be intentional about it. And I love the way that Jesus works with his disciples and he appoints them first. He creates them. He creates something out of nothing. And it's very interesting to note the type of disciples that Jesus chose. And if you think about it, there were two that were named sons of thunder, James, son of Zebedee, and his brother, John. He gave them this name, which means sons of thunder. And this name actually means the loud ones or perhaps the hot-tempered pair. And another Hebrew translation actually points out and says that they were all bark and no bite. Maybe this is the type of people that we have in our life. But here's the crazy part. Jesus chose these two guys. He chose these two hot-tempered men to be a part of his 
mission to be a part of his life. It's incredible, right? Jesus does not look at your merit or your qualifications. He looks at your heart and he ultimately is the one that's going to make you not your skills or your talents or your abilities. So he picks these two guys with serious issues, which later on they become giants of faith. And I want to tell you about one particular aspect of John. This is a guy who goes from being called the son of thunder to later on in his life being called the apostle of love, writing 1st, 2nd, 3rd John, writing the book of Revelation. This is incredible what the person becomes when Jesus takes a hold of that person and when Jesus begins to change them. So ultimately, how does that happen? Well, Paul writes to us in Romans chapter 6, and he says, Thanks be to God that though you used to be slaves to sin, you have come to obey from your heart the pattern of teaching that has now claimed your allegiance. There's an allegiance that is staked for our heart. And if we are captured by the gospel, we are set free from sin, and we've become slaves to righteousness. So the gospel, the the fact that Jesus is Lord over our entire life, it claims our allegiance, and when that happens, our life begins to change. And we too can go from being sons and daughters of thunder to becoming the apostles of love. The same thing that Jesus did in the life of John is the same thing that Jesus can do in our life. Now, it doesn't stop there. Jesus also chose a disciple by the name of Levi, which is uh, another name for Matthew. And Matthew was a, a tax collector. He was a sellout. He was a an informant working for the Roman government. So ultimately, Jews did not like him. But here is the crazy part. What some people call a curse from God is actually a gift from God. Many people did not see past Matthew the tax collector. They saw him as just that, but Jesus saw something completely beyond that. This is why I want to say to you today that very often people see your problems, but Jesus sees your possibilities. It doesn't matter what kind of a checkered past you have. It doesn't matter what kind of habits, hangups you've had in your life. Jesus can still use you. And Jesus loves to use people who are absolutely broken because when they are made whole once more, they'll give all the glory to him. And this is the crazy part about Matthew. People were calling him a curse. People were calling him as somebody who they do not want to associate with. But it's actually this very type of person that Jesus wanted to hang out with. And we see this all throughout the ministry of Jesus, that Jesus's association with people who were the last, the least, and the lost, those who were marginalized, those who were oppressed, those who were on the outskirts of society, not only was Jesus intentionally hanging out with them, but he made it a character trait and a pattern of his ministry. The very people that most other people hated and did not want to spend time with, these are exactly the people that Jesus spent the most time with. So my question I want to ask us today is, where are the Levi's in our life? Where are the Johns and the 
James is in our life, the sons of thunder that we wrote off, that we said, you know what, we're never going to hang out with them. They're too much for us. They're too intense for us. These are the people that are probably never going to amount to anything. Guess what? Jesus does a great work in their heart. Jesus takes hold of them. Jesus loves them and Jesus changes them. So just like Jesus could take a son of thunder and make him into an apostle of love, when the gospel claims allegiance on your heart, Jesus can do the same thing in your life and in the lives of the people that surround you. Thank you for listening to this curated audio content from Pastor Bogdan Kipko. We hope that you were encouraged and inspired by this message. Bogdan is personally convinced that whatever fills your mind fuels your life. It is his life goal to help you faithfully follow Jesus. For more information, please visit fuelforlife.tv.